This episode is brought to you by Dragon Snack Games, Buffalo's full-line hobby game store featuring one of Western New York's largest selection of board games, gaming miniatures, model paint, dice, role-playing games, collectible card games, and more. I have actually been to this place. It's massive, much bigger than you would think. Check it out. That's Dragon Snack Games. Hello Nomads and welcome to the Nomads of Fantasy podcast quick review for The Book of Boba Fett Chapter 4. This episode is called The Gathering Storm. I am your host for this episode. My name is Eric. Uh, Brandon's feeling a little sickly so I'm going to lead this one today. Um, But yeah, who else do I have with me? How about I got you Brandon? Yep, I'm here. I'm sick but uh, I am here. Uh, Was I supposed to have like a quote for this episode? Oh, I've, I've, never sat, I got a I've never sat I, in the co I, I do I, you do it. <laughs> I'll cover I'll cover for you. There's an advantage to people thinking you're dead. Ah. Uh, mm. That was a good one. And who else do I got with me? I got Dave. What's up? Make baby banthas. You're free to roam the dune sea. <laughs> nice. You know, as I think about it, I could have said the desert sands of Tatooine because he says it again in this episode. It's like he does he. It's like he yeah. knew the camera was on him. He's like, I'm gonna say this again. Yep. You, c- you can only get so far without a tribe. Yeah, I think he said that twice. That was a good one yeah. too. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, we're here, episode four, mid season for Book of Boba Fett. Um, I guess we'll start it off like we always do. First impressions. What do we, what do we what do we think? I'm going to let Dave go. <laughs> I want to hear you go first. Why? You make me be the Debbie Downer? <laughs> no, because I'm curious. Why am I always the bad guy? I'm, I was thinking about you this whole episode. I thought it was my favorite episode of the season. I thought it was the best one. Yeah, it there we go. It was absolutely goddamn fantastic. Yeah, baby. We are not on the same page. It's my <laughs> least favorite of it. I was so really? bored. Oh, this this will be an interesting. This will be an interesting conversation. I, know. I was. I I'm with Dave here. I I don't know if it was. I, I guess I would say it's probably my favorite. Like, like and there, there wasn't was a so ton many of good moments. To it. Yeah, there was no. this moment after moment though of like I don't know shit going down on Tatooine. It was a lot of dialogue, a lot of exposition. There wasn't any fights really or anything. Yeah, more world mm-hmm. building but, stuff in there. Oh yeah, we got some Bantha. Look. I got my Bantha lore that I wanted. Yeah, dude, I thought about that. Yeah. I'm like, is Dave gonna like this or not? Because it's like a giant puppy that wags its tail when it's happy. I, you know? It was so sad. It was so sad when he had to let him go. You know, I you know what I am under. I'm pretty damn sick, and I'm wondering, am I just sick, and I'm not? I need to see this like regular, you know, like normal. I don't know. Wow, I was bored. I I could I could see that because there wasn't. I mean, thankfully the the gang wasn't around. Like the only there was only one part that kind of bugged me, and it was when they went to the Ripper shop. But it was just the music of the Ripper shop. That they, they, was they, weird. It was weird. We've never heard very, music very like cyberpunky. Yeah. yeah, but they looked a lot better this one. I don't know why. If they it looked like looked more CG and less practical effecty True. on their face, hmm. I don't know what it is. But I didn't mind. They were still a little too clean. I was me. I was curious what. I was thinking about you too, Dave, when, during <laughs> during that scene. Because it, it does, I don't know, I feel like we don't normally see that type of cyberpunk stuff in Star Wars. Just but... in Clone Wars, right? Like episode two? 
Yeah. Right? I mean, it makes, I guess it makes sense in that universe. I mean, they're whatever. They're, like they said the last episode. They replaced Luke's hand. So, like. Yeah. They're just modifying their bodies with droid like, parts. So, you know that technology is around. It's weirdly, like, archaic. It's almost, like, steampunky. Because mm-hmm. like, very I wrote, like, why is this dude like he's leaning down into her with a blowtorch or what? Like, what are you fucking welding or soldering? Like, some of the weird attachment arm thing he had on were like a little. It looked like a mm-hmm. Fallout, uh, one of those floaty Fallout guys, and they've got like the tools hanging from them. Oh, I know what you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they called them. It was a mod parlor, which I thought was pretty yeah. funny. But yeah, this that whole this whole first part focuses on how Boba gets to meet Fennec and their whole backstory and everything, um, which I liked. I mean, we get, obviously we get to see the whole situation with Fennec where she gets shot in the Mandalorian and he basically leaves her for dead. And then we see Boba Fett come upon her um, and he has his whole motivation of why he wants to help her out and save her life and everything. Um, And I mean, basically that whole motivation is that he's been scoping out Jabba's palace because he knows Bib Fortuna is in there and he has a ship. He wants a ship back and he also wants revenge on Bib Fortuna for double crossing him. Yeah, they're building like they're building his character, his story. They're filling in a lot of gaps. To me, though, I, I and I, I did like some scenes in this a lot. I was like, this is great, you know, but some of the things about Fennec and I like Fennec, but. I also know he's going to save her, and I know how he's going to save her. So I don't know if I need to see this conversation of them bonding. Like, like I just, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. I'd rather see other stuff, I guess. And it's just me being, like, it's a personal opinion. But I, did you guys like that? Did you enjoy the them building their trust? And did you need well, to see that? Does it help? Learning why she's why she stuck around, why she's still right. around. And yeah. then you actually get to learn why Boba's still around. You get to learn a lot about his right. mo- motivation. I thought we one, knew that, though. That was great. He saved her. And she's like, you know what? You're Boba Fett. You, you know what you're doing. And then you just kind of make up your own story. Did we need to see the exact details? Now, that said, though, it, how else could you have the, the mission together, which was to right. get the... I don't know. You can't call it um, Slave anymore. They changed fire, the name. Sp- fire spray gunship is what they call it, which is just the type the type of ship it is. Yeah, gunship. Okay. Well, he gets it back, which is cool to see. Um, yeah, that whole scene where they're infiltrating the palace and everything, I I love that. And like, I I really loved how they like sent out that tiny little probe droid and it went that around was awesome. the whole palace and created this like Metroid map where I you love it mapped that. out like all the guards and stuff. I thought that was really cool. That was really cool. Absolutely. Yeah, stuff like that around the talking, around the campfire and whatever. I was good. So, yeah, I absolutely I like the, how they got the ship. And then <laughs> he just has like a checklist ready to go. So, I'm going to take out these guys. Uh, and he just blew them up, which, by the Dude. way, those raiders could have, you know, gone left or right. They kind of just kept going straight. Nope, they just kept. <laughs> I saw that, I was, that, too. that was my favorite scene from this episode. Like, you could tell, like, he there was like bloodlust in his eyes for to kill those raiders. It was a cool it, shot too. You know, how he came in this tiny little yeah, dot. I love I was like, that. Ooh, he's like a shark it, coming like into the ship was coming up behind them. Yeah, uh, the shot was so good, and then you could just see him like uh, taking out his anger on them. Uh, but yeah, I love that. I mean, you get to see the start of his criminal empire. Like why he's mm-hmm. 
Like he's his motivation is he's going to set up a crime family and he's going to do things the right way. So you know he's got his he's got <laughs> like the like towards the end there was when he brings all the people to his to Fett's palace I guess we call it uh, mm-hmm. for that dinner on top of like where the rancor is sleeping which was kind of hilarious but. Dude, yeah, that, uh, it's like it that's how like you a, use it, though. That was cool. Having yeah, a like rank, Star Wars like a, Godfather. It's like a perfect intimidation yeah. tactic. Is having a rancor pit right under your dinner table, and you invite your uh, people over for dinner. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, we after we got the ship, we went and tried to find Boba's armor, going to the Sarlacc pit. So which th- was that was wild. This that was, was pretty intense. This was weird to me because he. We see in the first episode, I actually went back and watched the beginning of the first episode. Um, and he thinks his armor is in the Sarlacc pit, but we see him get out of the Sarlacc pit with his and armor on. And then the jaw is stripping. Like, and we see he him. He doesn't know that, right? Well, we see, him, we saw him wake up and like grab a Jawa's leg, but then they knocked him over the head. So that must have like jogged his me- or like, you know, erased his memory of that. So maybe he just doesn't remember what happened. Yeah, I was, I was kind of curious about that too. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe thought it blew in the dust, blew it back in. Who knows? But yeah, I was I was confused out of that. But other than that, the whole scene with the Sarlacc pit was great, where he's lowering the ship <laughs> into the pit. How do, like, how do the engines work like that? Because the engines are pushing you forward, but he's like leaning it forward, and the engines are pushing him down. But I don't know how. Some sort of anti gravity. Mm-hmm. Knows. I don't know. When yeah. It was pretty fucking cool though. Yeah, when Fennec dropped out of her seat and fucking released the mine into the pit <laughs> blew it up and then after after oh, that's fantastic after she did that boba all boba said was next time don't touch my buttons <laughs> it was a good quote I too catch that. yeah so now the sarlacc that almost killed boba fett is now dead it's dead he killed it gone see and i was thinking about that like what i have I, I think i would rather him not forget that the armor was taken he should have like you said gone and like looked for like Jawas or something like that but mm-hmm. uh but go back to get revenge because that's what i thought he was doing i thought he was just gonna sh- fly over it and then shoot it yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i thought was gonna happen um but whatever i mean he got his revenge on it which was cool and then he goes in and he comes out all slimy and yeah, that's, gross. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wild but then but then then they kind of lead in the whole box of tank where he She's like, you gotta stop. Like, it's hot in there. It's bad for your skin. You're, you know, it's eating you away. You need a, a bacta tank. And he's been rocking and rolling that thing up to this episode. And at the very end, they're like, "All right, you're complete. You're fully healed," which is cool. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a turning point because that means we're not getting any more flashbacks. Because the only time we were having flashbacks was when he was in the bacta tank. So we're True. we're getting. From here on out, I think we're getting all current stuff that's happening. Three more episodes of right, and it sounds like he's getting Mando. Yeah, because I, I heard that little tune at the end. I was like, oh, in the beginning shit. too. Was it the little cue, the uh, the eagle kind of sound? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the Mandos will work for money. But uh, let's talk about let's talk about the fucking uh, casino scene. Fuck yeah, Chrysanthemum. Oh my god, yeah, that was badass. He's just like an angry drunk, just like causing trouble and ripping people's arms off. <laughs> I love that. Shits and goddamn giggles. It's fantastic. Well, it was because he was getting pissed because he was looking at the Trandosians, which the Trandosians are fam- famous for hunting Wookiees. So that's why he was getting so pissed. Uh, See, I didn't know that. I knew there was something I was missing. Okay. I, I thought he was just drunk and pissed. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I'm like, they must have wronged him and he's just got a, like a 
revenge, yeah, but it's, it's okay. The, yeah, there's been like a race war. There's always been like a race war between the Trandoshans and Wookiees. And Where did you learn this? I thought this is this is just like I don't know other Star Wars lore that I've picked up along the way. But like Trandoshans are known for like hunting Wookiees because in the beginning, in the first episode, we see one of the like mob boss or whatever Trandoshans bring Boba Fett a Wookiee skin as tribute. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So, but really, yeah, that, I love it. That's where all of that transitions were like from. bigger and nastier. But apparently, these guys are like the like the smaller runt of the litter transitions, right. especially that last one. <laughs> <laughs> and he fuck. There was a Wookiee arm rip. He ripped his fucking arm. Off. Yep, <laughs> that was so yep. good. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, that was a good really scene. They like, yeah, her trying to talk him down. The casino manager mm-hmm. trying to talk. You know, Boba's just kind of standing there letting it happen. But she's I like, mean, yeah, I'll clear. I'll, if you let him go. All your debt is cleared. And then he's like, ah, fuck it. Rips his arm off and then just hands her his money. So I I don't know why he can't wear the helmet, though. I don't think he wore it once this whole episode. He's always got it on. I think he always, he always held it. Yeah. I don't know. I Yeah. I, I know think... he's trying to, like, redo his image and put a face to the armor now. He's like, all right, I'm a new version of Boba Fett. I, I'm looking for a tribe. You know, I, I care about Tatooine. Like, he's he shed his old life, and he's got his new life that he's doing. But, it, like, just production-wise, I need to see it at least once, you know? Like, that's why I think people really like The Mandalorian. You Every scene he's in, and he's always in his armor, and he never takes his helmet off. So he just looks badass at all times, and he has that cool voice. <laughs> that is very true. These next, I like the these next couple are going to definitely probably lead mm-hmm. into more. They're going to have to get yeah, action he's, heavy for a little bit. Yeah. It seems like Use he only puts it on. It seems like he only puts it on when he knows there's, you know, going to be a fight or he's trying to intimidate someone or something like that. So just one shot to the head and you're down, dude. Like careful. You you are like very sure. famous. Everybody knows and you're mm-hmm. trying to grow your power. So, hey, we we skipped over a scene that I thought was pretty cute for kids and the production was pretty good and it's the the kitchen so oh, yes. it was awesome. when it was when it was in the flashback when they were trying to get the ship, but mm-hmm. they're in the that they go through that kitchen and they have different droids there. And I, I always love droids. I always like seeing just like droids just interact with each other. And they're like, I'm going to get a rat. Apparently there's rats in mm-hmm. Star Wars now. Space rats. Space rats are everywhere. Star Wars space rats. Yep. Uh, but they, they used to get the uh, rat catcher. and I love that little guy. Yeah, he was so good. It was such a cool little character that he did. He get another one because he had. Did he take he it? He had one at the palace, but it might have just still been there. I didn't know what really those were. I was actually I've been starting to watch Clone Wars the mm-hmm. show because friend of the show Josh Myers gave, gave me a heads up that they talk about the Pikes in there, the crime syndicate. So started watching that to try and start getting in there, but. That robot was in that show too, so I didn't know that was like an in-universe. That's cool. Ro- I thought it looked too cute to be. It's he's not going to murder this thing. It's too adorable. Yeah, they, I think this show is pulling pretty much everything ex- well, except obviously the stuff from the newer movies uh, because they haven't happened. But I, I thought when Fennec and Boba were going to get the ship, it looked kind of like Rogue One a little bit, just the way they were using like the rifle and kind of scouting out the area and all that just kind of reminded me of that. So I don't know. I, I think it's nice that they're pulling from the different eras or mm-hmm. years or films or whatever of star Wars. 
I love when they're putting it all together. This is a yep. good world building uh, episode, I would say. Yeah, and it's definitely it's definitely setting up. I mean, I feel like I said this last episode, but it's setting up this war between Boba Fett and the Pikes. Because at the end, we see you know he's got this round table of all the like leaders of each territory, and he's trying to bring everybody together in kind of a sort of neutral alliance against the Pikes. Um, his agree his deal is basically like, um they all have to agree to stay neutral, you know, don't let the pikes, you know, take over your territory or trade through your territory or whatever. Um, and they all agree to do that. So he's kind of got this alliance form alliance formed now at the end of this episode. And he's starting to build his crew even more. Chrysanthemum joined his crew, which was awesome. I feel like we called that last episode. Like we knew he would be back. Um, but that was pretty and quick. then, yeah. And then like at the very end, he's like, you know, they need some muscle and Fennec says credits can buy you muscle if you know where to look. So right. They're going to really build up their crew. Cause all they have really now is a big ass Wookiee and the, the mod boys. And that's about it. And Fennec two Gamorrean guards or Rancor and the Gamorrean guards. Yep. Yeah. The Rancor he'll come out riding the Rancor. I was surprised there was no trio in this episode. <laughs> no, he'll just make his appearances here and there. If he's I mean, cameo, his goodbye or his backstabbing who knows but you gotta figure boba's been doing his training every day so where do we think the story of boba fett is going then because now we more or less have an understanding of three episodes we're we're kind of seeing the second part of the you know the second half or the other half of the seasons we know who our antagonist is now we know what they're up Mm -hmm. to and we also know what's on the table and he just talked to all those guys like, hey, as long as you don't turn on me, I'm Which pretty confident will. I can take these. Somebody's going to. Somebody I think it's the someone. woman. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it's going to be like what you said. One of you guys called it like episode one. That? The woman that runs the, the Twilight that runs the casino. The uh, casino, yeah. yeah. I could see that. She might she might pull a move. Um, but, but yeah, like where do you guys think it's going as far as, okay, let's say he beats the pike and he all right, t- you know, most Espa, like, here you go, we're, we're good. Let's figure that out in season two, because, I mean, season's probably going to end with the him winning the battle against the Pikes, and the Pikes fucking off yeah. somewhere else, and him be basically being the new crime family that he started right. himself. You can still kind of see that, like, he's still not, doesn't have that respect. He hasn't earned that respect yet from all the other like leaders of each territory. Cause that while they're doing their meeting or whatever, they're like, you know, what's stopping us from taking you out right now and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I think at the end of the season, obviously if he, when he defeats the pikes or whatever, he's going to finally be like the, uh, top dog there in Mos Espa. And, um, so I don't know. Or he'll or he'll die at the end of the season. I don't know. We'll, we'll why why would we goes. care though? You know, like why do we care if he is the boss? Like we like Boba Fett because he's a bounty hunter and he goes around. He's a bad guy that goes around killing people. Well, there was a line that's there, who Boba Fett used to be. Now he's, right, right, right. So now, yeah, he was what is he was tired of he was tired of working for the man. Now he wants to be the man. Yeah, like because he thinks they're smarter and right. stronger. Sure. Yeah. So like it's our turn. I get I get all that. But like, it's just like, I was okay. thinking, he's like such then a nice what? guy now, though, because I was saying before, you could tell like his relationship with the Bantha 
when he was like mm-hmm. petting him. He's treating him like a dog, basically, where he's petting him and feeding him food. Like you can tell a lot about about a person how they treat animals and like well even he's just a good guy he just wants to get his shit done just don't be a dick even fennec said like oh the tuscans made you soft but and he said no the tuscans made me strong um which i thought was a good line but there was also yeah it was also something that fennec said because they had um whatever supposedly those that stupid biker gang the uh Catan striders or whatever they're the ones that took out the tuscan raiders and Fennec says in this episode, like, there's no way they could have slaughtered a whole tribe of Tuscans. And so I feel like that is going to come back. I feel like they weren't yeah. actually behind the slaughter of the Tuscans. That is it, a good call. Because um, I noticed that. I'm like, but they never really addressed that. So I feel like oh. that'll come back around in the future. But who would? Who would? I mean, I would have to assume that it's just like the pikes are behind everything since they're like the major antagonist here or they they're the ones that put them up to it the uh that biker gang so i don't know i feel like that will come back around in some way um but yeah i've this definitely got me excited i feel like we have since this is like mid-season we've kind of gone over the hump and we're gonna see the main conflict really start to show itself here in these next couple episodes yeah because i mean it was a lot of just filling in holes it was a great it was a great hole filling episode where mm-hmm. you got motivations you got plot lines going forward cleaned up cleaned up the messy backstory or you know any, yeah we're all we're all caught up now so i mean it's basically like clean slate now we know where all the chess pieces are lined up and it's time for boba to start shooting stuff so best what do we episode, think? the best well-rounded episode of the season. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we give our uh, overall ratings on this one? It was uh, good when it was good, and it was boring when it was slow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I sound like a jerk, but I, I blame my cold. I no, I think it was great. Uh, I loved. I liked the world building. It didn't have a ton of action, which I guess is probably my only complaint. But it, you know, you had the ship with the. In the Sarlacc, you had Wookiee arm rippings. It it filled in its holes without, you know, needing all these choreographed chase scenes and all that kind of crap. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. bike yeah. chases and all that. I do feel bad. I was a buddy of mine sent me an article about the mod subculture um, back in Great Britain in the fifties, which I guess this is based like the mods are kind of based off of. But it was like huh. a. Su- subculture that listened to jazz and they had like motor scooters back in the mid sixties. So I guess that's okay. kind of, that's well, kind of what the mods were based off of. Think about I guess, it. But I guess it makes sense. Well, George Lucas made um, American graffiti. He's a mm-hmm. big car head, you know? So, so I was a little harsh on him earlier, but just, I'd make them dirty, make those bikes dirty, dirty him up. We're good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I thought this episode was great. Like I said, it's probably my favorite as well. It gave it, we're caught up now to like the current, you know, what's happening currently. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're gonna get any more uh, flashbacks or anything. We've seen everything we needed to see with the Tuscans. We're get some Mando with Fennec. Yep, wow. Mando's coming in. I mean, Boba's been around. Like, there's been such a gap of knowledge in Boba because mm-hmm. you know since the original movies, other than you know books or stuff like that you're, you're not getting any story on them so there's like there's a long long 
gap in his history to fill here. So doing it in this many episodes is pretty good. And now, you know, I feel like I'm satisfied with, you know, how the book of Boba Fett is being written. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Brandon, what's your final rating? <laughs> oh man, I'm going to go low. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Okay. Respectable. Dave. Uh, I'm going niner. 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 Only a little, little more CG. Like, you know, these last couple episodes, they're going to blow their CG budget, hopefully. So, Mm -hmm. We haven't seen too much crazy stuff, but uh, what are you going to give it, Eric? I think I would have to go nine. I feel like I'm creeping up each time. Okay, Uh, nice. Well, that's good. It's good for me. I mean, I'm glad that each, for me anyways, each episode is getting progressively better, and I can only see it going up from here. Like, I feel like it's going to blow the doors wide open on these next next couple ones, so... um, yeah, that's really what I'm hoping. It feels but. like that like that Game of Thrones build up where like there's armies marching and everybody's getting all set up and then you know that like the yep. last couple episodes of the season are just gonna yep. go balls wild. <laughs> yep. yep. That's what we've been waiting for. Cool. Uh yeah, so are we gonna have any that... any surprises coming up? Do you guys have any guesses? Do we have any is like Ooh, yeah, are we gonna see a, are we gonna see a lightsaber this season? I said it I asked that in the first episode. Um and I don't think so. At least I hope not. Like, we don't need it. I no. That's kind of nice that there hasn't been any force powers in this. It's all just been, like, straight up. Yeah, it's either been hand-to-hand or it's either been, like, hand-to-hand combat or, like, you know, a couple little laser blasters here, yeah. here and there. But nothing, yeah, nothing too crazy. I hope, I mean, like I said, the, I feel like the action has been... There's been a good action sequences in each episode so far, but it, overall, I feel like it's felt light. We've gotten it's mostly just been like Boba's backstory and everything. Yeah. So I there like we've been saying, I feel like these next couple are gonna be like action heavy, which I'm looking forward to. Right. Yeah. So it'll take. Yeah, it'll be it'll deliver. I'm sure. Um, I'm excited. Don't forget, there is a rancor <laughs> oh, in yeah. this show. And so, he, he's gonna know, show up riding it and start it. taking out some pikes. Yeah. 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 But was busy. Yep. That is cool. All right. Yeah. If there isn't anything else, then uh, we'll close it out here. Um, I'll just plug our social here. You can follow us at Nomads of Fantasy uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Email us any thoughts on this episode. Uh, nomads of Fantasy at gmail.com. Visit our website, thenomadsoffantasy.com for all of your nomad needs. <laughs> and. Yeah, I think that's all I we need, got for you. I need the nomads. <laughs> yeah, this was this was a good one. I'm looking forward to next okay. week. Ooh, yep. May the May force, force be with you. you. Oh. Ah. Yeah. <laughs>
This episode is brought to you by Dragon Snack Games, Buffalo's full-line hobby game store featuring one of Western New York's largest selection of board games, gaming miniatures, model paint, dice, role-playing games, collectible card games, and more. I have actually been to this place. It's massive, much bigger than you would think. Check it out. That's Dragon Snack Games.